please note that this podcast is only suitable for those over the age of 18. Go on to... Uh, right, as we were talking a bit off air, um, me trying to get my head around this kind of sport. Um, so what is Kendama? Yeah, Kendama is like a Japanese skill toy, three cups and a ball. So it's going to have, yeah, just a traditional ball and cup toy, pretty much, if you will, like basically on steroids. So many tricks you can do with it. Uh, there's, a, there's a one piece called the sword, well, it can, uh, and it's just basically just a spike going through the cups and those cups are called the Cerado, which is big cup and small cup. And then there's a, there's a ball with a hole in it called the Tama. And those two pieces are uh, both connected by a string. So you can connect the two with the hole because the ball is a hole in it. So you can connect the two pieces by the, the spike going into the hole. Cool. Okay. And like, is there a limit to like the tricks you can do on, or is it just kind of like you're doing the same things or is there like different little trick shots you can do with it? Dude, there's like, it's pretty crazy. I mean, I've been playing for like almost a year now and the tricks that I like started doing, I remember you, you start and you like first pick up a Kanama and the first trick you do is a big cup and then you go try to get it to spike maybe, maybe, or you go big cup to small yeah, cup. Right. And like you do that for, you know, you do that for a couple of weeks, like trying to learn that. And then you, you know, you go, go up to lighthouse and then like, you start doing all these stall tricks and then it's just like it's just up to the imagination like what you want to do and now like all these juggle tricks and stuff like it's just about like how many like you can do juggles and then you can do another trick and then just throw a juggle in there and then do another trick like yep. you can just connect like tons of tricks together into just like a whole one line and so like maybe the like single tricks aren't like they're the same like single tricks but you can just like connect them and like do these huge like it's crazy. I'm not even on that level yet, though. So, I mean, it's wild. There's so many tricks that I can't even, like, think about doing that are just, like, crazy next-level stuff. Yeah. yeah, there's – there's at the end of the day, there's just so many concepts in Kendama. Um, I mean, I've been playing for 10 years, uh, and I still – obviously – I mean, I just have no – there's no way in my mind that I think, like, oh, I've almost mastered it because at the end of the day, there's, like, so many uh, tricks and trick variations that I could work on and still work towards getting better at. And while still perfecting the ones I'm already like pretty proficient at. So, I mean, it's never ending, which is the best part about Kanama. It's like you can work on it forever and it's always going to be fun if you keep challenging yourself and do uh, keep doing different tricks and stuff, which is, which is great. So yeah, there's basically like unlimited tricks. It's also so hard to get really good at, like even, even you are, are going to like take 45 minutes to film a trick. Like mm -hmm. you could be like the best player, but you're still going to mess up. So like, you can just like, just the grind for like, landing tricks like it's so much fun because you're never yeah. going to be like perfect at kendama like exactly you're always going to have you're going to mess up and you have to like kind of pushes you and that's like kind of the fun of it too it's just mm -hmm. like like work to get the trick because it's so satisfying yeah, i'd say so yeah especially getting on the so i'm always like the kind of the like spike part at the top like to get the ball on oh the yeah part, the ken the, the spike yeah like yeah, yeah, just like that. getting it on the spike yeah, like there's not much more satisfying things in the world, like I said, than getting it on top of that. Like that would be pretty fucking cool. I do. I Dude, especially after some like crazy trick, it's like you just land on the spike. It's just set there, and it's like, oh my god, yes. Yeah, definitely that's... one of the coolest tricks to learn at first too. Like when you exactly as you said, Dan, when you when you first get it, it feels amazing. I'd say so. Yeah, it's like heavenly. It's just like you know, one of them feelings yeah. just up with like you know, finding yeah, odd like. 
Um, and like, is there much of a difference between the two? Because I know you've said, I've been talking to Zach before Henry got onto the call. That was probably my fault. But uh, how have, have you like, are you much ahead of Henry in uh, Kandama, Kandama? Or is there much of a difference between you? Like if you were to go face to face and play against each other, I know, I don't know you do that, but would you see a difference? Dude, I would get totally smacked. <laughs> Zach would like destroy me. Uh, I mean, it's just at the end of the day, like, I mean, he just started almost a year ago. And I've, as I said, I've been playing for like a decade. So, I mean, it's just, it's just experience at that point. I mean, um, Henry can definitely, if Henry plays for like a super long time, like he'll obviously keep improving. And yeah, but it's just experience at that point. And yeah, we do play against each other too. Like, I don't post videos of it because it's like the games would be like way longer, but you can play like games of Ken, which is you've played horse, I'm sure. It's literally just a game of horse, except just with Ken, so K-E-N, and then you just, you, one person sets a trick on the, on the Kendama, you do whatever you want, and then the other person has to make it, and then you just, you just play that. And um, do you ever get, do you ever get, like, sick of playing it, or is it just, like, literally, like, every minute you play it, it's, like, fucking really, like, do you ever get bored at any time, like, you're trying to get a trick, and it, like, you just can't get it, and you just get really annoyed, or does that ever happen? For sure. Yeah, like sometimes you'll just be like, you'll be going for a trick and you like, you'll be going for like an hour. You won't land it at all. And I'm just like, all right, dude, I gotta like, I gotta put this down and like take a break, go get some food, drink some water. But then I'll usually go back like five minutes later and pick it back up. Like I just can't keep myself away from it. Yeah, I think, I think also it depends on like your environment too. Um, what really is cool about, I mean, like me and Henry started playing together a couple months ago when he started coming to like the Seattle meetups for Kendama. Um, it's really fun to play with other people. So like playing by yourself is one thing and that's going to probably be like 99% of players, like where they're going to be spend their time, uh, spend the majority of their time playing. But when you're with other people, it's so fun because you're just bouncing tricks off, off of each other, you know, socializing, just playing uh, nonstop. And that's when time really flies by, I'd say, but say for, if I'm like, yeah, grinding a trick. And what Henry meant by that is like, when I'm, there's a difference between just like casually jamming and then like literally setting your phone up to record yourself, like doing a challenging trick that you are trying to get just one time. Like what Henry was referring to is just spending time on a trick to get it once. And so it's just yeah. hundreds, probably it's probably gonna be hundreds of thousands, hundreds, maybe thousands of fails before you get it once you could get it in 10 minutes or as Henry said, you get it like two hours plus, you know, it could take super long, but that at that point, yeah. Like if I'm filming for two hours to get one trick that I keep, I just, I'm not getting, yeah, I'll probably put it down. I'm, Cause at that point I'm exhausted. You know, it's been two hours of just the same repetitive motion, but yeah, go back the next day, maybe the next week, try it again and keep going. And, and what's, um, what's the longest boaties have played Kandama? I'm imagining this can take a while. If you were like trying to master something like, have you ever gone a day? No, is that too far? Oh, I'm trying I mean, to think the longest I've. Well, to, to film a specific trick, I've probably, I've spent cumulative, I'm in one day, the most I spent filming a trick is probably like maybe three hours, which in comparison to other people, honestly, isn't that long, but like accumulatively, like if you're to spend, take the time, like I've spent on a trick over multiple days, like just having multiple sessions of like hour sessions, two hour sessions on a trick, like get over a span of like a month, maybe uh, I've probably spent like almost like like definitely 10 plus hours on a trick before for sure Jeez, it's crazy bro yeah, yeah. It actually is, yeah. <laughs> it's cool though like it's good commitment like like it's 
because you do have to like be like determined to get it because I can I can imagine after a few hours how annoyed you'd get if you're not getting it and you'd be like fuck yeah. this like I want to put this down but like exactly. fair play like for just going that long trying to get a trick like that is that's impressive like especially because like half the time you'll like it'll be this like trick set with like a bunch of little parts in it and you'll like you'll land all of them and then you'll literally like you'll miss the spike like at the end and then you yeah. gotta like refill molding and it's like bro I just did this whole trick and then miss the spike. Yeah. So now I gotta like do the whole thing again, bro. <laughs> yeah, it's heartbreaking. I'd say. But uh, it's like, yeah, I mean, definitely like the mindset is, is like it's totally you have to have like a good mindset to just be able to like push yourself through it. Cause once you lace it, it's just like a whole different feeling. Mm-hmm. Um you were saying before, um, Zach was saying before, like the way it's it's not like a big common like a lot of people will know about it but like it's not like commonly played really um how is it seen like when you when lads see you're playing uh kandama in like we'll say high school or whatever in middle school high school we'll say like what is it seen as is it seen as uncool or is it seen as cool or do people just not really care is there any kind of a uh, do you know the way like there's certain sports you play over in ireland and people are like no that's not cool or you're not cool is there any view to it that way or do people just like no just he's just playing the sport leave him alone Oh yeah, I guess I'll start this one because it's gonna be interesting to see because me and Henry went to the same high school. So um, yeah. So like I guess when I first started playing, uh, I started playing because it was a huge fad. Like it was a huge popular thing in my middle school. So literally everybody had one. Everybody had a Konama for like six months, maybe close to a year, and then everybody stopped playing because it wasn't like deemed cool anymore. And I've definitely been like made fun of for it for sure. Back then, after like I was the only one playing, pretty much after everybody stopped playing uh and even now like sometimes people like it's very rare that i will get like made fun of for playing now but it still does sometimes happen um i wouldn't say it's like i wouldn't say it's deemed as like something like cool in people's minds but i think a lot of people now in comparison to you know 10 years ago when i started playing have like been open-minded enough to like appreciate it and like recognize it as like a cool skill toy to play um but yeah, I'm interested in hearing your answer, Henry, because yeah, I'm in high school too, later. Dude, yeah, like I remember like in middle school, I didn't start, like I played it a little bit back like in like 2014 around, I like got my first one because like the older kids, I was in the Boy Scouts and like the older kids in my troop ha- had them. And so I was like, oh, I'm going to play that because it's like, they, you know, they were the older kids. Yeah. Like I had to be like them. Yep. And then I stopped playing it and then I picked it back up like a year ago. But I remember like I think I was a freshman in high school and I think Zach and his brother Nick were like I think you guys were seniors at that point and Probably, you did yeah. like you did an assembly at my at Mount Si and like oh you were that I remember you were at watching that them like do kendama and I was like I remember it being sick and like everyone was cheering I remember some people being like what the hell is this but I just think like if you can look at it for like bro they're ba- you're balancing this piece of wood like on a ball like that is it's crazy it, like is this stuff that you're doing is like wild mm-hmm. and now like whenever I take it out like I mean you pretty much whenever I leave the house I've got like at least one kendama with me so oh, yeah. I'm pretty much playing it everywhere I go and if I land a trick like if I do something cool like out in public I'll usually get like a couple of people that are like yo that was crazy like what is that and then I gotta like explain it to them yeah. and then, like tell them what it is and then like you know play for them for like five minutes and like show them some tricks yep but overall, I mean, I think definitely people like I haven't played for super long, so I don't really I don't really know how it's like changed. But like definitely like people just like look at it and they're like, yo, that is crazy. And some I've actually seen a couple people like 
I've been up like just filming around and people are like, oh yeah, that's cool. I got one of those at home. And I'm like, oh sick. Like they just like casually have a kendama. It's pretty cool. Mm. Like, do you so you just have kind of like meetups? You just, like have like weekly things where you just meet up and just play kendama or how does that work? Yeah. So we uh so me and my brother actually started this kendama club at the university we go to, University of Washington, uh just this year. And we've done been doing meetups like twice a week for the past almost six months now. And that's how me and Henry met. So Henry came out to one of our meetups just on, on a week, basically when we first started. And then ever since he's been coming through to those. So, I mean, yeah, we usually have meetups uh, twice a week uh, on campus. But before then, even like I, I know before Henry started playing, like uh, I would do the same thing, like in Seattle or like in different parts of Washington state where we would just have meetups uh, every week or every two weeks. Um, I think it's really important and really cool I know we were talking about this a little beforehand before we started recording, but it's just really, it's really nice to like uh, play with people and uh, just play on with people because that just makes it way more fun, honestly. Yeah. When you're playing like by yourself, you're just like, you're just sitting there like inside, like you might be listening to music, but you're just like by yourself, like doing the tricks. But then once you're with other people, it's just like, it's so sick because you get to like do a trick, but then you get to like watch all your friends, like do some crazy stuff. And then, like you land something and everyone in the group like goes crazy and like the hype everyone's just like gets super hype and then it's just dope like hanging out everyone's like it's cool because you're all playing kendama you're like all like-minded kind of you all have oh, that, yeah. you all have the same mindset because you're all just like working on getting better at kendama so it's kind of sick like everyone's just like chill vibing out flipping the can yeah. it's fun yeah i can imagine yeah no it sounds very like laid back and like chill out it sounds very nice like it would just be a cool thing to do, like everyone, everyone around. And like, yeah, as you say, like getting a trick would be so much better when there's like 20 lads around you, like watching yeah, you do yeah. it as well. Like that, I'd say that is like fucking so cool. Like I, I, I can yeah, just picture like that. Like freaks out, you spike it and it's just like, yo, we landed it. <laughs> yeah. And then Let's everybody go. gets super hyped and you guys giving each yeah. other like fist bumps and stuff. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I can imagine. Yeah. Um, I want to go like off topic for like one second, but like when you were kids, I'm always interested in people who play these kind of like alternative sports and like do think like when you were kids, did you play like soccer and like the kind of like traditional sports that everyone plays? You just kind of like, nah, fuck that. I don't really want to do that. I want to be, play something different. Yeah, I played soccer for like probably I played soccer for like 11 years, um, but then I found I found Kendama, like when I was playing soccer, I found Kendama like uh six years after I started playing soccer. So, and then I just didn't want to play soccer anymore. Uh, so I just, and I always like really like Kendama. So yeah, but I just played soccer growing up. Oh yeah. I played baseball and, and basketball. So, and then, yeah, I found Kendama. I kept playing baseball, but I didn't really play Kendama like consistently at all. So that it doesn't really, I wasn't like playing Kendama at that time, but then I stopped playing baseball, but I didn't pick up Kendama for like a couple of years after that. So okay, yeah. yeah. And um, as like like growing up in general, would you have been the? Because I know in Ireland we have this thing. Yeah, any American movies I see as well. You have the popular kids, the fucking geeks. You have the you know you you have the what's it called the like the the chain clicks. Yeah. Did you have that in your? I know this has kind of gone off Kendama Kendama a bit. But um, did you have that? I just kind of like having chat with people, just kind of going off of yeah. it. But were you, were you do you believe in that kind of thing, or is that kind of bullshit in your eyes? Or were you do you think you fit it into a part of that chain? 
Well, I think that we definitely had that. Like when I was in middle school, there were definitely like the popular kids. I wasn't one of the popular kids. I was in band and like, you know, all that sort of thing. But like, I don't know. I think it's, I think it's bullshit. I think that like, it's stupid to kind of like group yourselves up into like popular kids and like form these cliques because then you're just like, you're just like cutting yourself off from meeting new people. And it's just like, bro, why would you want to go through all of middle school and high school, like hanging out with the same group of kids, especially when like I look into the, I look into the groups and like, once I was in high school, I like, I, uh, I dropped out in sophomore year. So then I like, cause I was just like not messing with it at all, which is, I mean, that, and the, the groups of people, like the whole popularity thing is kind of the reason for that. You know what I mean? Like these freaking groups are like popular kids and it just like sucked. And it's just like, it's, it's stupid. Like that we have to like, that kids have to deal with that. Like have like getting kicked out of a group of friends because they're not cool enough or something. Yeah. I think, um, I think they're, uh, I think clicks definitely do exist. Maybe not in the same, maybe not as so much hardcore, like staple groups, like how you see in movies, how literally like there'll be a groups walking around with like only select people. Like, so like, and they'll actually be like, they'll all look the same too and stuff. I wouldn't say it's go as, as intense as that, but I'd definitely say there's uh clicks um, in high schools and middle schools and stuff. Um, but so, I mean, it definitely exists, but I think going back to what Henry said, like uh, it's definitely, against that I'm, I'm definitely against that like uh he's henry said it perfectly like closing yourself off to people uh just because they're like different from you or hang out with different people than you uh is is kind of it's just pretty dumb uh, because yeah as you say you're you're you know like cutting yourself off from meeting new people and like i don't know like exposing yourselves to different mindsets like you lose you lose yourself from that but i also think at the same time that in middle school and high school it's hard to realize that you know it's hard to it's hard to be open-minded and self-aware enough to where you actually realize that that's happening. Um, because I mean, a lot of people in high school, and middle school, like they're just going to adhere to, you know, social pressures and stuff. And uh, it's really hard for them to recognize because they're so, they're so young. I think, I think hopefully, I mean, hopefully people will realize later. I mean, Henry seemed like he realized that really young, at a young age, which is, which is great. Um, but yeah, they definitely do exist, but it's hard to, re- to recognize that how, how much they exist until later, until after you, after you gone through it, I think. Yeah, I only it's like I only kind of realize now myself, like I look back um, and I see what like I tried to do to make people like me. And I was like, I look back, I kind of cringe when I think about it. Like, I'm like, oh, God, because it's like you did all this stuff. You literally like tried so hard to make these few groups people like you. And when I think about now, I probably don't talk to like like two. I don't talk to any of them anymore. Like when you think about it, like I'm like two years like out of like we call it secondary school. I'm pretty sure it's your high school. So we have, yeah, we have secondary school, mm-hmm. but like literally like, it's unreal. Like how um, everyone wants to be the popular kids. Like, and they're literally, when you look at them now, they're literally just fucking losers. Like everyone sees, Oh yeah, they're so cool. Look at that guy. He's all, he gets all the women and all this. And you look at them now and they're literally, they don't have anything like that's, that's just, I don't know. It's always something I just, I was always curious about. I was like, why were they so, why were they the cool ones? And why wasn't, why weren't we the cool ones? I, I just, it's always just something I question. I don't know. Um, just because. Who knows? Yeah, it's weird. Um, they yeah, showed like, up with the Gucci on the first day of school or something. Yeah, honestly, yeah. Um, going back to, like, to honestly tying in Kendama with that, like, I feel like playing Kendama, something as obscure as Kendama in, in the same vicinity as people playing, like, 
sports like mainstream sports like obviously a popular kid in school they're probably on like the football team or something or whatever um just playing uh something so obscure in the midst of all those things too like i think it honestly like you're probably subject to get like made fun of for it but i mean you're also like i think it makes it a great opportunity for somebody to like be aware of of what's happening early having that self-awareness as henry was talking about earlier how he like realized the groups in school like the social clicks and stuff i mean I feel like I definitely developed more as a person and developed my, my mindset, honestly, a lot faster than my peers, mostly due because of Kendama and all the experiences I had with it. Um, like, I remember ever since, like, the middle of high school, or honestly, before high school, even, like, where I would just, like, look at somebody, I couldn't, I didn't even want to, like, try and reason with them, like, why they're, like, behaving a certain way or anything, just because I was, like, it's just, like, they're not on the same, like, mindset, like, they won't, whatever, uh, they won't, like, get it, so I just decided to just leave it um but just like you know like being more mature about it and like honestly being more mature and like how you see things i feel like kanama definitely helped oh, okay that's that's interesting yeah yeah because definitely so what, what you, you talk about maturity there's a lot of people just don't have it they don't get it like people develop maturity at different ages but like you look at people still at like 30 years of age and they're still just they're still not like honestly but like, yeah, it's just all, it's all about that. Like, that's interesting that you said Kendama kind of like developed your mature, or gave you a bit of maturity. Um, but yeah, like there's like, there's literally people who like at 14 years of age are like, yeah, I know what I do, want to do with my life. And there's people at 40 years of age are still kind of questioning what they're going to do. So no, it's interesting the way the whole like frame thing works. But yeah, the sooner you come some way aware of what you want to do is the better. But like, I don't know, do you, is there a, about the condom actually is there money to be made out of it or is it just a pure like just a hobby uh there's very little like for a player like for a, a sponsored player i mean there's very little money be, to be made i wouldn't say like uh i got comments all the time in, in school and stuff like oh like do you even need a job anymore it's like yes like <laughs> yeah uh yeah there's uh definitely a misconception with that i mean there's gonna be usually the money that's gonna be made from a from kendama is either one you're a pro and you have your own pro model kendama which if you sell it on like if your company sells it you're going to make a, a percentage of the earnings from that so you'll get royalty checks every couple months uh, or two you win competitions and, the, and you'll get the cash prize from it uh and these and these cash prizes like they have been like decently huge in the past but they're not going to be something so crazy where you can just live off it like uh, like a, a typical class prize in an event will be like either somewhere from $500 to $1,000. And the biggest cash prize that ever happened at an event was, was like $15,000 at the world championships in 2018, which was crowdfunded, which is crazy. Um, so that is that's wild, the biggest cash prize. yeah, that's the biggest cash prize that's ever been, ever been, uh, ever been made in Kanama. And Henry, my brother won that one. So he actually won. He won the best year for sure. But the, otherwise, no, there's, honestly hardly any money to be made i mean i feel like if you were to like make money in kanama you'd literally have to be working for like you know a kanama company as your income like as your job so i feel like that's the only way in my mind i could i could explain to people like that's like actually how you make money it's not it'd be on the business side of it it'd be the business side of it not the players you wouldn't be able to be a player and like make money off of it you have to be either selling kanamas or just like working in for suites or something yeah uh oh fair enough yeah it's just yeah still like even without making money it's still it's still a cool hobby like i'd say it's very calm and like you've had a shit day or something and you're kind of just like fucking playing this thing like it's it does settle your mind i would say as well that's probably another thing totally and like going off what henry said earlier how he said he brings it everywhere that's a, a huge perk of of, of Kendama because it's so portable and you can bring it anywhere you go you can do it at any time it's not like 
it's not like um i'm just gonna use basketball for an example like if you want to play basketball you're probably gonna go to a designated like court or you know place to play but with kanama you just you just literally play anytime anywhere so it's great if you have like three feet of open space like an arm yeah you're like, good to go arm circle and then that's yeah exactly yeah. yeah it's cool yeah um it go. it's like yeah it's it's um do you know, it'd actually be great. I was thinking about this earlier. It'd be great for, um, do you know the way the, fi- I, I said this to you before we started recording, but do you know the way the fidget spinners were brought in a few years ago to kind of, I know I keep laboring this point, but they were brought in for, for kids with kind of like ADHD and stuff to kind of um, like, like calm their yeah. mind. It was kind of to calm and like focus their mind, I think as well. Um, it'd be great for that. Like, I know I keep going on about this. I don't really know much research. I'm kind of just bullshitting at the moment. But um, I mean, I think that makes sense. Totally. I feel like, I feel like it's a good, like, if, I mean, if, if, uh, fidget spinners are like scientifically proven to help, then I don't see why Kandama is like, it's like the same idea. It gets your hands, you're doing something with your hands. And honestly, I feel like it'd be better because you're like thinking about it with a fidget spinner. You're just like, you just spin it and then like hold it there. Yeah, so with a Kandama, yeah. you like, it'd be way more engaging. Honestly, dude, that's like, a, that's actually a really good idea. Oh, thanks. I could be going billionaire yeah. off this idea. Now. I feel like that. Yeah. I mean, I feel like that could be like. <laughs> yeah. It's, um, what was I going to say? Yeah. Um, I was about to think, I was about to say something there. I doubt it would have been too smart, but let me think. Do I... <laughs> you know the way you like literally are about to say something. Now. Yeah, dude, that's the worst. Sorry. No, I, just, I literally can't remember. It. I don't know. It probably wouldn't have been too meaningful. Yeah, it? it's all good. But, uh, yeah, that's nearly all. I, like, that's nearly all I'd say. Like, where do you see yourselves like playing Kandama? Like, in like five years' time, do you see yourselves? I'm assuming like probably you want to be better, but like, where do you see yourself? Even in general, where do you see yourself in five years' time? That's actually a good question. Um. Yeah. I mean, like for Kandama, like I mean, long term, like the goal for for like playing Kandama is like obviously I want to be better, but like, yeah, I mean, getting sponsored, you know. It'd either be like, you know, in five years, I'd hope to be sponsored or own my own Kandama brand, like turning my own Kandamas. I have a lathe. I just need to finish up getting some tools for it. And then I like, I can start like turning them. But so like, that's kind of like, would be like a pretty big goal of like starting my own Kandama company. But I feel like that, like definitely would be pretty sick. Yeah, cool. I think for my for myself um, with Kendama, I mean, I've already been playing so long. I definitely see myself. I mean, at this point, like, I can't see my my entire life without Kendama in it. I'll always be in it in some way. And five years, I'd hope to be like still involved with the company I'm on. I mean, if I if in five years I'm still like a pro, that'd be amazing. Just and I say that just because, um, just because Kendama in different parts of your life, uh, it's just gonna always be a little different i'd say for example what i mean by that is like when in high school like i was playing two three hours a day you know like just practicing like it was nothing because that was just what i did and i was in my environment i would go home do my homework i'm already in my house i'm just playing kendama like that was regular life but you know as i've been to university and college and got a job and stuff it's just like i'm it's less and less time to play i'd say and like also getting interested in different things too it's just less and less time to play and i assume like as I get even older, like more responsibilities will pile up and maybe even more interest, you know? So, um, and then I'm going to take his place. You know, what? And then I'm going to take his place in the roster. Yeah, yeah totally. <laughs> totally. There's always going to be new players. Like it's hard. 
yeah like it's gonna be hard to keep up like there's these there's kids i follow these kids on instagram like that are like seven and they're doing the tricks that i'm doing and like tricks that are harder than what i'm doing and i'm like oh my god bro like this kid is seven like wait until he's like wait until he's 19 like my age yeah, he's gonna be in, he's gonna be insane yeah but it's like i remember i did uh in the north american kendama open i remember i competed in that and in like the in my third round i went up against a he was 10 and he beat me and i was like damn bro like hey good how on did, him though. like how does that feel is that, is, dude, like, yeah they just love it and he's got all the time like what does a 10 year old have literally. to do bro? he just gets home literally nothing <laughs> yeah if he loves yeah, like, that's what he's gonna do for like 12 hours a day yeah um that's the thing yeah. about it, like, because, he like, when you're playing, like, like soccer or football or, like, any sport like that, like, a 19-year-old isn't going to lose to a 10-year-old. But, like, in Kandama, it feels like one of them sports where you could literally lose to a 10-year-old. And it's probably not even, it probably wasn't even that, like, embarrassed. Well, like, probably no, was dude, a slight was bit like, of embarrassment. Dude, yeah. But, like, like, it's like one of them things where they could just fucking beat you. They could just be better, you know? That's why I yeah. think it's cool, like, you know? But um, that's mad how, like, a 7-year-old can just be a pure prodigy at it. Yeah, Dude, no, you, yeah, you'd be surprised. So the best players in the world are really young. It's never been a it's never been a point like the best players in the world are always changing because you know, like people aren't gonna play at the high at the at the same intensity they do for the for all the time. Like as long as I've been playing, the best players have like changed, but they've always been young. You know, when they were the best, they've been lower 20s or like below 20 or have been like teenagers or something, you know? Yeah. So and right now it gets younger and younger, which is crazy. Like Henry was saying, these follow seven year olds. I've known kids in Japan since they were like under ten, and they were just kicking ass at like the world championships, <laughs> and that was like two years ago. So it's crazy. They're they're taking over. Like they're like twelve year old kids, and they're just insane. I can not like top players, and they're twelve. And I started when I was eleven. So it's just crazy to think about. So, yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah, that's class. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's nearly all I have to all us to say lads really um yeah thanks for uh, uh, do you use van Nelstad just as a final word uh no not really yeah i mean uh well if you if any of you uh, listeners are interested in buying a kendama um you just search kendama on google and you'll, a couple websites will come up i recommend i'm just gonna say it because i'm sponsored by this company and i honestly believe in their kendamas i think they're really good uh, just sweets kendamas s-w-e-e-t-s kendama k-e-n-d-a-m-a-s.com uh really nice kendamas on there and kendamas always range on any website from like maybe but a little below 20 dollars maybe to up to like 80 dollars. it just depends on like the model and stuff so yeah just definitely check it out if you're interested in listening and uh i promise it'll be a uh you know a purchase you won't regret it's really yeah, yeah get one get one and start playing it yeah, yeah sure. i I will. I, I use can hold me to that. By the end of the month, I will have a kendama and I will be playing yes. it. I promise you. Yeah, so I will send you the fucking videos. I will. Yeah, I will genuinely. I will have this shit mastered. I will be on the roster by the end of the year. <laughs> You'll be yeah. on the radar for like everybody in the planet. <laughs> I will get everyone in Ireland on this sport. I promise you that. Yes. I will become the yeah. Irish ambassador for this shit. <laughs> hey, hell yeah. That'd be sick. Oh, yeah. That'd be pretty cool. Right, lads. Uh, yeah, sure. I suppose we'll end the recording there. Awesome. Uh, like- oh, yeah! Yes!